worse in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on mother. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Good morning. I need the end of the week already, man. What Thursday's toward the end of the week. Nah, nah, I ain't worried about it. I need, I need a weekend. You talking about the end of the week. I'm thinking about the end of the year. It's already October. It is. Okay. The way the, the, way the year's flying by, next week it'll be Thanksgiving, and then it'll be Christmas, and then it'll be New Year's, and then we'll be back here doing it all over again. It's all creeping up. It's creeping okay. up pretty and fast. And I need, I need every single last vacation day towards the end of the year, because I got a lot going on. My book comes out October 23rd. My mm-hmm. second book, Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. Okay? I got a lot of TV shows I'm producing, things of that nature. But I'm going to end the year with a bang. There you go. That's but the I'm, way to do but it. But I'm going to enjoy the vacation after all of this is done. After okay. this hurricane hits. All right. Well, that's good for you because I my hurricane doesn't stop. I, I got so much going on, but it's a good thing. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about my first car show, which is something that's amazing. I didn't think it was this much work. I just think you. I thought you just get the venue and just get some cars, but I'm realizing it doesn't work like that. So. It's a lot going on, but it's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to see how your favorite celebrities drive, uh, Cardi B, 50 Cent, uh, Fabulous, Nas, Swiss Beats, Rick Ross. There's so many people that's going to be involved. We got Jumpies for Kids. It's going to be a dope family day. So if you get a chance, get your tickets at Eventbrite.com. It's November 3rd in New Jersey. It's an indoor arena, so you don't have to worry about rain. You don't have to worry about weather. We're going to have a lot of fun that day. Charlemagne hasn't given me his car yet. so you It's in the tow truck. I got a 2004 Cadillac Escalade with 399000 276 miles on it, okay? Mm. Send the tow truck. It'll be there. Okay. Enough said. Enough said. And why you mean you can't take a break? You can take a break. You got to take me time, bro. Everybody has to take me time. Self-care is very important. You're right. Okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. So but I don't pro- care how hard you work and you got to take time for yourself. But the problem is, is, is after all the stuff that I do, then you got, I got five kids and I got one kid that's in the football, so it's always football season. If he's not on football, I'm taking him to a game. Then I got other kids that play flag football. I got one that acts. So it's always moving parts and yeah, I enjoy that, it. I'm not complaining. I enjoy the yeah, ish out of it. Yeah, me too, but that's day work. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being daddy at that point. Yeah. All I got to do, all you got to do at that point is be an Uber driver. Be an Uber driver. That's all. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Show up. I'm the perfect Uber driver be too. Present. I got movies. You, you want to see a movie? I got to put that's on. Boat, you know, I got movies. That's what up, all. Yeezy? Hey, good morning, Envy. What you did for Black Enterprise? You did something for Black Enterprise yesterday? Oh, yesterday I did a Black Enterprises podcast, and that was with Alfred Edmund Jr. We were just talking about budgeting mm. and how important that is. And, you know, Black Enterprise is the first time I talked about being in crazy, serious debt and how I got out of it mm-hmm. and actually started learning how to invest because it can be intimidating for people if they have a huge amount of debt looming over them. Right. But you got to confront it face on. And then I was hanging out with Black Youngster yesterday. Again? Well, he did the podcast yesterday. Okay, lip okay, service. okay. So he was with us and Zoe Dollars as well. So shout out to everybody. Uh, you know, I got to um, find out when the next date is open at the Juice Bar. I know you do the Wealth Wednesdays. But I want to bring one of the, uh, the people I do real estate with and just to talk about real estate and how they got started, how they got in it with no money. 
Okay. Just do something nice for the people. That'd be great. We are going to be doing a real estate one, so let's uh, get you on that. Okay. All right. And tell them the address of the juice bar, too. 277 Malcolm X Boulevard in Brooklyn. Okay. I need to get a, a juice from there. I need my, uh, my uh, I call it my my cleanser juice. It, it, what's it called? The one I like so much? The grapes? It's called the doo-doo juice. <laughs> the doo-doo juice. It makes you doo-doo. <laughs> That's my favorite juice. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. This morning, Andrew Gillum will be joining us. Yes, Andrew Gillum. He is the Democratic nominee for uh, governor in the state of Florida. He'll be the first black governor in the state of Florida ever. That's right. You know I mean, it's looking really good for him to win in November. And, you know, we've been supporting Andrew all year. So why stop now? Absolutely. And also, T.I. will be in the building. He got an album that's coming out this Friday. The unofficial governor of Georgia. Uh, but then Stacey Abrams should be the official governor of Georgia next next month. He's the king of the South. He's the king of the South. Right. So we'll kick one, it with, one of the kings of the South. There you go. So we'll yeah. kick it with T.I. as well as get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, today is the day Brett Kavanaugh will find out what is going to happen as his fate will be on the line about this whole sexual assault situation with Christine Blasey Ford. We'll tell you what we're going to be looking for today. All right. And we got to talk about them Yankees. So keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlotte I mean, the guy we are, The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, congratulations to the Yankees. The Yankees beat the A's last night, 7-2. to two. <laughs> Are they in the playoffs or something? Yeah, they moved to the playoffs. They play uh, the Red Sox tomorrow night. Now, they won 7-2. Congratulations to all the Yankees, the Yankees fans. So, uh, the playoffs started? Was last night a playoff game? It was a wild card spot to make to make sure they, they can move to the oh, next round. So. I don't watch baseball at all. We can tell. You know, I, I, I told y'all, and I tell y'all this all the time, I, I enjoyed baseball a lot more when everybody was on steroids. That was a great game. Judge Judge cracked one. It was great pitching. It was a, it was a dope game. Game. So hopefully we bust Boston's ass tomorrow night. Now uh, in Thursday night football, that's the night the Colts take on the New England Patriots. So Boston got a lot going on this next yeah, couple I saw of days. Tom Brady. Uh, I, I don't know if this was a real video, but him and his son was dancing to Kodak Black on Instagram. No, somebody must have did that. Yeah, I, it looked real because he was saying, "Yo, we played Thursday night. We got to get to three and two. And Kodak Black was playing. I don't know if Tom Brady was listening to Kodak Black for real, but it really looked good on that video. Wow. Okay. What else are you talking about, Yee? Um, uh, oh, and happy birthday to Sheree Sears. She's listening to us right now on her iHeartRadio app. It's her birthday today. Hey, Sheree. Uh, let's talk about what happened in South Carolina. Officer Terrence Carraway was rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead. After an hours-long standoff, uh, they were actually responding to uh, what was happening at someone's home, and the officers went there not knowing the firepower that the suspect had. And when they showed up, there was a standoff that started when they tried to execute a search warrant. One police officer was killed, Officer Terrence Carraway, and six others were wounded during that standoff. They have not yet determined what was happening, why he opened fire, and right now they don't know the conditions of all of the other officers who were wounded. Do they know if the guns were legal or if they were illegal guns? Do they know by any chance? Uh, they haven't mentioned any of that yet. They haven't mm. even released the suspect's name yet as they continue to oh, he must be white. shooting. Did he, he, he's still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Still still alive. He, he barricaded himself in the home. Oh, so the they kids. haven't got in yet? Yeah, they had to get all the wounded officers to safety and all of that. So uh, Donald Trump tweeted out, My thoughts and prayers are with, the, are with the Florence County Sheriff's Office and the Florence Police Department tonight in South Carolina. We are forever grateful for, for what our law enforcement officers Rest do. in peace to, the, 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 to those fallen cops. Um, they, a couple cops. 
It was one cop one that was cop killed, six away. others wounded. A couple of shots. Rest in peace to the cop that was killed, uh, all the cops that were wounded. The guy who shot him had to be white, though. If they hadn't released his name and he's still alive. Oh, we don't know the race, but. And Trump tweeted about him? We don't know the race, but, you know, it's sad. I got the, I got the old one on him being Caucasian. Uh, what you want? You want to take this bet? We, I don't know. You want to take this bet? I mean, with that with that type of firepower, just assume, but you, I, I you don't You want to take this bet? Let's just take this dude's deal. I'm not betting on that. I bet you a bagel. We don't both eat bread. Oh, you're right. All right. What else are you talking about, Yee? Uh, now let's discuss Kavanaugh, because today is the day that they will determine whether or not he will go on to the Supreme Court or not. So his fate will be on the line again today as they are doing this whole background check and revealing what we got from that that was compiled by the FBI. And that's after Christine Blasey Ford accused him of sexual assault. Another thing that's going to be an issue is on Anderson Cooper. One of his former Yale roommates, James Roche, actually said that Kavanaugh was lying. Now, according to his former roommate, he said, we were in a room together. Our beds were 10 feet apart for a couple of months. And what struck me and made me more interested in speaking out about is not only did I know that he wasn't telling, you know, the truth. I knew that he knew that he wasn't telling the truth. And that's in regards to the extent of his drinking. So the main thing is they have to figure out whether or not he lied under oath. You want to take this bet? What's the bet that Kavanaugh gets in or doesn't get in? Who wants? What, what you want to take? He's getting in. You think he's getting in? Absolutely. What you got, you? Um, this is a tough one because three of the Republicans are not decided yet on what they're going to do. I think it's going to depend on what's in these reports from the FBI. And we haven't heard that yet. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want this bet. I don't know. Because it's an election year. It is. So if they put him in, they know that it's going to affect the Republicans uh, during this election cycle. So I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I'll take the bet he get in, though. Okay. Why, why would I start betting against white people at this point in my life? Well, I'm going to put it in the atmosphere and swing the other way and say he won't. Mm, okay. What you going to make bet? it more interesting. Protein shakes? We bet protein shakes. All right. I think he's getting in. I think he's getting in, I mean, in the, too. The, president, the president is backing the ish out of him. And yeah. I, I think the president, may, he just makes things happen. I think he's getting in. Okay. I bet y'all a, a better protein shake. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back... Andrew Gillum will be joining us. My he's running guy. for governor of Florida. Yes. Uh, so, he um yes, he's running for governor of Florida. He has the chance to be the first black governor of Florida ever. Mm-hmm. And uh the election is November the sixth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but you can actually send in your early ballots now if you're if you're registered to vote okay. in Florida. Yeah. All right, so we'll kick it with him when we come back. Don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He's no, running for governor. No, no, no. He's the Democratic nominee for governor in the state of Florida, and he's the next governor of <laughs> there Florida. It is. Show okay. the man some respect. Oh, there. man. Andrew Gillum. Hey, appreciate that, Charlemagne. You know, I think it's that Hampton hate coming over to the <laughs> Rattlers <laughs> since, since it's uh, since it's FAMU's homecoming week. Uh, it, uh, it's I, all good though. I turned that down though. Is I that right? Know, I turned it down. They wanted me to spin there, but I said, nah, it's just not my my temperature. All right, right man. We'll let you have it. Good morning, Lady Angela. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm excellent. Let's you getting ready for November sixth? I'm. I'm actually. You know what? I'm ready now because uh, yesterday over two million ballots were mailed uh, into homes all across the state mm-hmm. of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, election day is a myth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like election month. Mm-hmm. We are we are stumping all across the state of Florida. You know, y'all will remember this from when we were here previously. Mm-hmm. I was literally with no money retailing my way all across the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. I was at Little League games. If it was seven people, five people, mm-hmm. 20 people, we were there. It's grown a little bit since that time, but um, it was that kind of hustle that I think made it possible for us to win. What does Andrew Gillum need right now to make his campaign stronger? Right well, now? right now, um, I've got to tell you, we need your votes. Um, now, there have been, what, eight or nine polls 
uh, conducted in the state of Florida since I won the nomination. We've been leading in every one of them. And I, I, I've seen it shared on social media and folks are, Gillum's got this, that kind of thing. Listen, mm. the only poll that matters is the one on election day. That's real. Right? And so if you're a Floridian, you've got until October 9th to register to vote. Everybody, if you're mm-hmm. legally allowable, and it's unfortunate in my state about 1.7 million can't vote because they have felony convictions, but we're trying to work on repealing that. Um, uh, but you're, if you're legally allowable, you have to October 9th to get registered to vote. Um, beyond that, um, um, I would say if, if you got five, ten, twenty-five, hundred dollars or so into the campaign, uh, visit us at andrewgillum.com and make a contribution. We can't run these races. The Republicans already put in, um, you know, this weekend alone they had an event that raised four million dollars, right, mm. for their for their guy. They put seven million already on television, all in negative attack ads against me. Mm-hmm. Sister Stacey Abrams is experiencing the same thing down in Georgia against her opponent. I imagine that the same is true for Ben Jealous up in uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in order for us to be able to fight back, and in order for us to define ourselves before they define us. We have to have the resources to go up on television, do digital, do radio, and all the other stuff. Oh, I donate yeah. this campaign all the time, by yeah. the way. You have, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you, man, I, it probably is more powerful coming from y'all as a challenge, mm-hmm. right? Like, democracy is not a spectator sport. You can't get out and, and rap about and talk about and tweet about all of these issues that are confronting our communities, wage inequality. And, and the so, fact that so many people can't vote. That's right. Another thing, right? And so if you're one of those 1.7 million in my state who are unable to vote— and you got a family member, a relative, a cousin. You got to vote for them. We got to we we've got to align the system better so that we get the outcomes that we want. We all want safer, more secure communities, but we also want to make sure that folks have the ability to earn a wage where they can take care of themselves and their families, so that they don't need to they don't make the choice to go back into a life of criminality so like in order to, to I earn mean, a wage. If I can't work, I, what am I going to do to get money? Well, I got it. Almost do something illegal because I can't work. Well, not to say that people aren't trying. Well, this is the the, the point, which is we got to reduce the opportunity for people to then make that choice. And I think part of reducing that opportunity is saying, look, uh, as I did as mayor of Tallahassee, we banned the box. We don't ask about your criminal background history unless answering yes is a disqualifier for the position. So what we said is don't ask the question on the application. Measure the person by their merit. Are they qualified? Can they do the work? Do they possess the skills? Uh, If so, welcome into our government. And what we've observed is that these are some of the hardest working people that we've got working for us. All right, we got more with Andrew Gillum. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Andrew Gillum's in the building. Charlamagne? Governor Gillum, let me ask you a question. I received that, uh, Charlemagne. Are you prepared for all the dirt that is about to be thrown on your name the next couple of months? Well, it's already started. I mean, you all know this. The the, the day after I won my nomination and my opponent won his nomination, he went on Fox News and basically said to the people of the state of Florida, don't monkey the state up. Don't vote for the monkey. Uh, You know, don't monkey the state up voting, you know, for for, for me. And it's only, you know, gotten, you know, worse uh, since the nomination. The voice messages. All of it. I mean, the the, the neo-Nazis, uh, uh, did uh, robocalls into the state with jungle music in the background. I mean, oh l- listen, we are not going to let the race for governor, one of the most uh, diverse states in America, the third largest state in all of America, become about the color of my skin, right. mm-hmm. uh, become a, a divisive uh, tool that you weaponize race. And my cautionary point to my opponent is, is that when you do that, while you may have some reason and logic, you know, in your mind's eye, there are people out there who are your followers 
who are willing to take these things to the next level. We saw in 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 in, in Charlottesville mm-hmm. the weaponizing of race and how that can um, impact communities in a real dangerous, violent sense, right? And so you're running for governor. Let's let's compete off the merits of what our ideas are. But the problem is he ain't offering any, and therefore they've got a result to name calling. Um, and race baiting as a way to compete in this in, in this election, and we're not interested in that. The people of Florida deserve better. You've seen, and, you've okay. seen Donald Trump throw a shot at you. Oh, yeah, plenty. Oh, let me read the tweet. The tweet, okay. the tweet is, uh, not only did Congressman Ron DeSantos easily win the Republican primary, but his opponent in November is his biggest dream, a failed socialist mayor named Andrew Gillum, who has allowed crime and many other problems to flourish in his city. This is not what Florida wants. Oh, means. man. Well, listen, you do notice he did not at me in that tweet, right? <laughs> yeah, he didn't at me in that tweet, so he put it out there, but he didn't really want to come for me. Uh, well, the president, once again, is demonstrating delusion. Uh, I'm the mayor of the city that right now is experiencing a five-year low in our crime rate. Mm-hmm. And we also accomplish that by arresting fewer people. What do you think about Donald Trump saying that he's scared for the men oh in my America gosh. because of this Me Too movement? Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, and I don't mean that in a good way. Um, you know, this is when being Donald Trump as president of the United States becomes really dangerous. Uh, because there are people out there, um, sexual assault victims and otherwise, who take, um, you know, um, a real um, trauma when they hear the sitting president of the United States basically say, I'm worried more about the boys, um, you know, in his household uh, than some of the really uh, unfortunate and more than that, violent treatment that comes towards women uh, in this atmosphere. Now, I'm not asking for any of the processes to, to be truncated. Um, I think everybody has to d- deserves their fair hearing. Um, but what we can't do is excuse really bad behavior. What we want from our boys is to be better boys. Mm-hmm. What we want from our girls are to be the best that they can be and be well supported as a father to a daughter and as a dad to two sons. Um, I'm not raising my kids to be violent actors. That's not behavior that I consider to be acceptable and certainly not excusable. Um, The president of the United States is supposed to help to put a mirror up to the country and in some ways be a moral compass. Our president is in the gutter. Um, He's an embarrassment, not just to himself, but to the rest of the nation. Now, Governor Gillum, we know you got to go. But I want to say something. Is there Mm -hmm. anything going on behind the scenes? that we don't know about, like threats on your life, threats on your family. Like we see you standing here looking strong and poised. Yeah. Yeah. What is everything good? Everything is good, man. We, we you know, th- thankfully, um, uh, I'm a prayerful person. You know, my wife and I pray constantly and unceasingly over our family that all will be well. We have had to increase security because of some of the incoming, and they don't tell me most of these things. I just notice that everywhere I go, there are a lot more law enforcement officers. And mm-hmm. I notice that there are patrols outside of my house. And I'm hopeful that these are just precautionary things that have to happen because, um, you know, we're running for governor of the, of the third biggest state in, in all of America. These Damn, next right. 35 days are going to be extremely challenging days. You know, I won't recognize myself after all the commercials that they will run about me and my family and the things that they'll spread. Um, but I'm really confident that the way, the, the reason that they're doing all these things is that they're terrified yeah. that they're about to lose their stranglehold on power. If we keep pace with what we're doing, if people keep showing up, if people keep voting, 
Uh, if people participate in the process, we will win this race, and we're going to put the state of Florida on the trajectory to change in this nation come 2020. That's right. We're going to change that crazy-ass state of Florida come by, on, man. by Watch electing it. Governor Gillum. Watch it. Go donate to if, his campaign if, right if now. If we're crazy, it's because all these again. New Yorkers have come in. No, I'm joking. I love, <laughs> I love New Yorkers, and I love everybody who's coming in our state. Tell them the website again. AndrewGillum.com. That's Andrew, G-I-L-L-U-M.com. Go donate so a dollar. Seen. That's right. 50 cents, whatever. Whatever you got, go do it. Every bit helps, y'all. All right. Let's win. We thank you for joining us again. My honor. Andrew Gillum, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Break the fuck out. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Bobby Schmurter's mother says that he will be released by November of 2020. So that was also the year that they said he would be expected to be eligible for parole instead of initially it was 2022. He was originally sentenced for six to seven years, but because of the days that he served prior to his sentencing, that's why it would be 2020. So oh, November 2020, that's going to be election time, presidential election time. Mm-hmm. You should come out around the end of the year, around the end of that month. What a time, right? Man, get out the way of all that uh, election stuff. All right, now, designer... Uh, got into an exchange with one of a, a heckler. I don't know if you call it a fan because he was at the show, but then he, he was also heckling him. Now, see if you can hear what happens in this exchange. I can't hear what the well, hell somebody, happened. Somebody, somebody, somebody he said, like, who? He like said, future. future. Yeah, somebody kept calling him a future ripoff all during the show. Oh, where's the lie, though? And that's when designers swung on him. Why are you gonna swing on the man? Cause you do sound like Future. Designer sounds like Future. He know he sound like Future. Was it a designer? What is a uh, design? Was it a Future? A designer show? A Future show? Or whose show? He was designer headlining? was performing. Oh, was he headlining or was he just opening up? I don't know. I just know it was his show. I will he say was on stage and uh-huh. all throughout the show, the person kept calling him a Future ripoff. Well, I don't know if Designer sounds like Future on every record, but he definitely sounded like Future on Panda. And I guess if you're performing and having a good time, and somebody's just trying to like harass you and heckle you. I don't know. Well, I'm sure they'll sue him and get some I'm bread. sure. That's mm-hmm. the only issue. All right. Uh, now, let's talk about Damon Wayans. You guys like Lethal Weapon? Mm, well, no. looks like he's not doing that show anymore, so it won't matter to you. Here's what he had to say. I'm going to be quitting the show in uh, December after we finish the initial 13. So I really don't know what they're planning, but that's what I'm planning. I'm a 58-year-old <laughs> diabetic, and I'm working 16-hour days. God bless Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne's like, I don't know if this show is over, but I know I'm quitting. I mean, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. Damian Wayne's got long money. Damian Wayne's money is old. You hear me? Okay. Yeah, and it seems like he's not having fun like doing this. If you guys remember, there's been all kinds of issues. His former co-star, Clay Crawford, he had issues with him. He said that he had a stunt that made him get hurt and injured, and he said that he was mean and intimidating on set and that he liked to make women cry and that staffers would refer to Crawford as an emotional terrorist. Listen, man, retirement is not an age, it's an income, all right? And, and Damon Wayne said, I'm 58 years old and I'm a diabetic. I'm working 16 hours a day for what? All right, and I got all this cake. Why? Right. Sit my ass down somewhere. Now, let's flash back to a story that happened with Machine Gun Kelly. That is when, allegedly, Machine Gun Kelly's bodyguards beat up an actor named Gabriel G. Rod Rodriguez, if you guys remember. He deserved it. He earned every bit of that. Now, it all started in Atlanta. They said that Machine Gun Kelly and, and the people with him were in a bar when the actor came up to him with his phone out and started recording and saying uh, that, well, here's what he said. And I'm going to say because it has to be said, you're a f- you're a f- 
for one for family. He earned it. He earned getting his ass kicked. Yeah, he did. What's the problem? So he was upset with Machine Gun Kelly for his beef with Eminem. And basically Eminem ain't dying said, for you. And basically what he said was, you're a vagina for going for family. Talking about right. Machine Gun Kelly addressing Eminem's daughter. Uh, then two hours later, according to G-Rod, he said he was walking toward a Hampton Inn right by the bar. And that's when he noticed Machine Gun Kelly and his crew hanging outside their tour bus. And according to G-Rod, he says that they then uh, jumped him. And so that's what his claims are. Well, now that video has been released, they have released that surveillance video where they do see one bodyguard who's actually slamming him. And then everybody does jump in and start punching and kicking him. Send me that link. I like watching stuff like that. Not like that. It was all over yesterday. So police are now investigating. He earned that one. And he says that he'll drop the lawsuit, though, if we both sign waivers and meet in an octagon and go man-to-man without goons or weapons. So G-Rod says, I'm not going to sue you if we can go in the octagon. No, take that L. You want to roll up on me and call me a vagina to my face? And I'm at the ball minding my business. has nothing to do with you. You're going to take this L. Mm -hmm. Law 2648, Law of Power. Keep your hands clean. MGK put the goons on him. What's the problem? I don't see no issue here. It's going to cost MGK some bread, but hey. Sometimes he and earned every bit of that. He and did. hey, G Rod, did Eminem send you a thank a uh, get well soon card? Huh? Did he call you? So and then tell was, you that everything's gonna be okay? So then was designer wrong for swinging on somebody for calling him a knockoff future? Yes. To his face? No, but no, I can't tell people how to react. No, I, but that's I, the that's designer. That it had yeah. nothing to do with this dude. It had nothing to do. He was just a troll on Instagram that felt the way. It had nothing to do but with him. If designer felt offended and he felt like he wanted right. to swing on him, cool. I, had, I wouldn't have done nothing like that. But that vagina comment walking up to me in a bar and calling me the I don't know you it has nothing okay. to do with you. You just want to give your opinion. Right. Okay. Over Eminem? Yeah. Over another rapper? And okay. the, the only thing is that with these artists, then you do get sued. And then you do end up spending a lot of money and time. Listen, these people have to learn. Battling. To stop invading people's privacy, stop invading people's space, and stop thinking you can talk to anybody any old kind of way without no consequences or repercussions. I'm with you. I don't know what world we think we live in. All right. I'm well, with you 100%. Kim Kardashian. Now, her bodyguard that she had while she was in Paris, if you guys remember the one that... Uh, was with her when she got the jewelry stolen. Mm-hmm. It was $6.1 million worth of jewelry. Her insurance company had to pay for that. Well, now Kim Kardashian's insurance company is suing uh, that company that the bodyguard worked for as well, and the bodyguard. And that's because they said he didn't follow protocol. There were all kinds of things that he didn't do. There were a number of security breaches in the hotel. They said the bodyguard did not correct those breaches. Those things included the front gate to the cart- courtyard of the hotel was missing a lock. The oh, intercom yeah. wasn't what, working. What they got to do with him? They, and all they do is insure the jewelry. They can't sue him. Because well, she didn't even have to have security. They're saying that without the bodyguard didn't take the necessary precautions that he should have taken. And they should things, sue the hotel. These things should have been flagged. They're not, oddly enough, suing the hotel. But they are suing the security company. So mm-hmm. they said that they were negligent and they caused that robbery to happen. All right, I'm Angela Yee. I'm watching G-Rod get stomped up. Now look. This is good. And that is your rumor report. There's some good stuff here. Is it? Yeah, it is good here. Mm-mm-mm. People need to learn. Mind your business. If it ain't got nothing to do with you, ain't got nothing to concern you, you keep walking up to people, you're going to keep getting punched in the face. And words have consequences. Mm -hmm. Everybody ain't playing. That's Mm -hmm. the moral of the story. But, you know, punching people in the face has consequences, too, and those could be financial or anything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's worth it. I'm not going to lie. You coming up to me while I'm out of my business at a ball, call me a bunch of vagina names, and then you expect me to just say, okay, have a nice day. Nah, it don't work like that. Life don't work like that. Mm -mm. That's not the way life works at all. It's not reality. All right. All right. Well, when we come back, the King of the South will be joining us. T.I., we're going to kick it with T.I. when we come back. Don't move. He's definitely swung on a few people in his life. A couple people. I'm sure he paid for it, too. But anyway, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Got a special guest in the building. Trouble Man. Yeah, yeah. Tia. Yes, What's sir. going on? What's going on? First of all, happy belated birthday. Yeah, happy belated. Thank you. Thank you. Do you I feel older, that. sir? I feel wiser. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> why, why does an artist of your magnitude need to be signed to a major label? You, what that pick now? Well, what do you mean by need? Uh oh. Okay. Well, uh -oh. I don't want to say need. Uh oh. Then. I mean, you know, I mean, just just to be quite honest with you, uh, it's a distribution deal. You know what I'm saying? And I, I look at Epic more so as as a partner. You know what I'm saying? I, I compensate them to fulfill a need in my infrastructure. Columbia was the same deal, kind of. Yeah. So that's what that's the purpose major label serving twenty. Yeah, yeah, marketing. It's definitely marketing. Marketing radio promo. Now, that's, why is it called the Dime Trap? It's the tenth album. And we see you did a trap museum. Trap music museum. Now, talk to us about this museum. I tried yeah. to make it, but I wasn't invited. Yeah, well, that's not well, that's not true. <laughs> and Charlamagne said he was going. He was in Atlanta. Hey man, I was, but I didn't know it from six to nine. I, I mean, man, we was there all night. We was there all day and all night, man, for real. Just to be honest with you, six to nine is just like you know those the structured albums. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> oh, I left early. I was in Atlanta for five hours. I had to man, move. what you were down there doing? I did the uh, ride conference, and then okay. I and then after that, I went over to Edgewood. Okay. Go in the kick it at Killer Mike's barbershop real quick. Right Killer some... Mike was there. How did you... He was at the trap museum? Yeah, he was at the trap museum. Oh. The, the trap music museum. Trap music trap museum. museum. Yes. Yeah, trap museum. You know, that's something, you know, <laughs> altogether different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, we had a ball. It was, you know what I'm saying? We re I'm real proud of the reception. Mm -hmm. um, and it's to celebrate all the, the, the most significant contributors to the culture, man. And I mean, because we had, you know, a lot of back and forth about who did what and what. So I just felt like, you know, it would be best to just you know, offer the experience and, 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 and you know, celebrate the culture first mm -hmm. from our, our own voice. Why? Because he ain't going back and forth with who started trap music. I'm just going to open up a museum <laughs> and, <laughs> show <laughs> <y 'all. laughs> and show y'all. And show y'all. I mean, you know, but I mean, but celebrate everybody else who was involved as well, though. Mm -hmm. A lot of time, man, we spend so much time bickering about the minutiae of things that the big picture is missed. Like, the big picture, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? We all came from selling crack in the ghetto. Mm -hmm. And we have turned that into something positive, changed the course of living for our families for forever. But see, the thing that makes trap music, I think, so so relevant and why why it reaches so many people and, and why it's so diverse is because drugs are synonymous with success in our society. Mm -hmm. Like, it's synonymous with to get you your first little boost of success and synonymous with, you know, some of the things you engage in when you are successful. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So as long as drugs will have a, a, a relevance in society, there will be a trap. And as long as there is a trap, there will be trap music to some degree. The biggest trap in the world is America. One you dig of what I'm saying? Yeah. Pharmaceuticals, the pharmaceuticals, the opiates. And, you know, I heard that the mother who 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 made oxycodone is now he made billions off oxycodone and will you believe this mother is now introducing the drug to the market that gets you off of opiates makes sense wow <laughs> wow you gotta be one of the smartest people where I'm, wow. I'm, I'm gonna get you why not and then I'm gonna charge you for the drug to get you hey over. man if that ain't trapping that's good trapping <laughs> that's crazy that's good trapping now what can you see in the trap music museum um man there everyone has exhibits and and these exhibits kind of suit the personality of the person. I have my own exhibit. Jesus has his own exhibit. Ross has his own exhibit. Gucci got his own exhibit. Uh, Chains, Chains got yeah. his own exhibit. Thugger, Future, Migos, uh, Lucci, 
So they put their own stuff in there that they want to put in there? or uh, Some people did contribute artifacts, you know what I'm saying? Lucha gave us a Jerry's outfit for a video, I think, it's some, and some, some Louboutin. You know what I'm Two saying? Two Chain gave a car, right? Two Chain gave a car from mm-hmm. the trap the house. Car. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, I gave a lot of my stuff. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? But I can't. Even, I don't want to ruin it for you, man. Okay. Just pull How up. long is the museum there for people that want to go? As long as we want it to be there. As long as it was sustained success, you know what I'm saying, it'll be open. How would you explain it to somebody if somebody said, oh, y'all glorifying, you know, drug dealing or celebrating well, the drug culture? How would you explain no, that? we're not glorifying it. We're celebrating the fact that we survived it, that we that we, that we we overcame it. You know, one of my favorite songs of yours is Still Ain't Forgave Myself. I love that right. record. Have you ever, have you forgiven yourself for the things that you may have done that directly or indirectly hurt people? No, nah, I haven't. But, you know, what I have done is is made conscious efforts to try and do just as much good to, to, to bring about just as much hope and prosperity as I have pain. That's why the Buy Back the Block initiative is so big for me in my community and has been ever since, you know, ever since I came out. Me and my uncle, you know, New Finish new Construction. Homes, yeah. yeah, New Finish Construction. We did like 67, 68 homes. That was before the market crashed. Then I was like, yo, shh. This ain't really my primary source of income. I ain't got to, I don't have to. I don't, I don't really have to, like, you know, just tough this out with you guys. I'm going to go and be, get back to being an entertainer here, you know. You was early on all that, though. Even, yeah. with, even with new finished homes. Like, yeah. Because the, the point of it was to, what, uh, build nice houses for low-income families. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really, man, We the, the point was what we started doing was buying crack houses. I, I started out buying houses that I used to sell crack in. And 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 you know I, we we buy them, rehab them, refurbish them, and and put families in them. But I saw that in a matter of two three years, a house that I had bought and totally refurbished mm-hmm. was back a crack house again. Right. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Internally, that just kind of like man, it deflated me a little bit. Like man, damn, you know, no matter how much good I try and do, it's still like the same. Shit. Mm-hmm. But if you rent it, you can you can see who's in there, and make sure they're doing good, and if they not, get them up out of there. Yeah, man, you could do all that, man. You could maintain real, real, like, close eye on them. You could do that for $800 a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you can. <laughs> you, that you can. Bad. You can. <laughs> yes, you can. You keep a real watchful eye on them. Damn right. And yeah, receive your $800 a month <laughs> in when pieces. You rent it out of house. <laughs> they got five you right, right now. <laughs> now, the dime chap, you have Dave Chappelle. Yeah. On there playing the voice in your head. How did that even come about? Uh, I think, you know, I, I, as a fan, I just kind of like was going to his shows. And, you know, I go backstage. And then, you know, I'm like, hey, man, what, what are you doing after? We're going over here. We're going to kick it. And so I go, and then it, it end up like a 5 30 in the morning thing. And, you know, the next day, so I was like, man, did that happen last night? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe five or six times of those in. Uh, one of them was actually when he did his residency here at, uh, at Radio City. We had a phenomenal mm-hmm. evening. Then I think the last one was the the Roots picnic mm-hmm. um, in Philly. So during that time, you know, we going from club to club, uh, or should I say bar to bar? We don't really go to clubs, you know what I'm saying? A little hole in the wall, shotgun bars and. Shit. But anyway, so I, I played him the album like five six songs off the album, and then the next day he was like, "Yo, the shit you played for me was dope." I was like, "Shit." Well, how about we meet up and like you know I want to I, I want you to kind of like you know put it in perspective for me and so you know what I'm saying he said I don't need an excuse to come to Atlanta I'm on the way <laughs> <laughs> so he came to the city and we locked in the studio and you know what I'm saying we just kind of just documented the conversation mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that was some 
very eloquent moments of perspective there, and then there was just some conversation from time to time. Have you always looked at him as the voice in your head? Yeah, he says a lot of shit that I think, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got more with T.I. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. T.I. is in the building. Yee. Does somebody's personal life affect how you look at their music? Like we were discussing Kanye earlier, right? Mm. And statement, statements that he's made. He's but still on the ball. Song you tried. Low pump, but you then tried. you hear him say things he's and still wear on the a ball. hat. Yeah. But then you're like, I okay, talked to him the day before. Mm-hmm. I talked to him the day before. He put the hat back on. I talked to him the day before. We didn't talk anything about that. We were just, you know, you know, just having homeboy discussions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, real normal, like, I could tell he had been to Chicago type mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? He thought he was back. Do you, he, I was, I was, I was optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. We got to stop falling for this over and over. Man. Like, it's the same old trick every single day. I don't think it's a what trick. What is a trick, he, though? That's how he it's feels. just like whenever he, if you got an album coming out, he's going to do something to say something shocking that's going to get everybody talking, and that's that. I think if that was the case, he would see how much that didn't work before. He <laughs> <laughs> sold $20,000 last time. Well, this album didn't I, even come out. When no, he didn't even put this one I out. Don't think, I don't think that that, by the measure of Kanye of himself, I don't think that was, I don't think that was, that didn't suffice in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if that was the case, he would see. But this is what, you know, kept me from achieving, you know, kept me from doing what I felt I should have done. This is the only thing that kind of tarnished that. Why would I go do that again if my intention was to succeed? So I you believe let clearly you believe it. let a lot of people down just with that because, you know, we want Kanye to be... Well, see, that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. You can't want Kanye to be anything but Kanye. You understand that? And it, it, as long as Kanye being Kanye, then you get to step back and, and estimate whether or not that is what you want to support or represent. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? But you don't like want him to be a certain way just because you want him to be that way. You know what I mean? That's I dangerous. Think people thought he I was think, a, a different yeah. person. Because he's like back in Chicago. Just want to wear his shoes guilt free. Jump to conclusions. We've been jumping to conclusions. I don't. I had no expectations of anybody. I take what they give me day by day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take what you give me day by day. Now we got certain expectations. Ex- like we like, have we expectations like, for you. You put on, you I put on a Trump hat. We gonna be the same way in your ass like we on Kanye. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna do that. It. But I might do something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? That ain't me. You know? But it's something I might do. You be like, man, damn, man, Tip, I ain't think you'd do that. Well, damn, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you can do to surprise yourself at this point? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I just, I kind of roll with the punches and prepare for I- anything at this point. <laughs> You've evolved so much, though. Yeah. Even, the, even the hothead tip, I think that was the biggest thing that that would get you in trouble, just yeah. the fact that tip would go from zero to 60 sometimes. I mean, more like 160. But the thing, <laughs> I mean, I think, that, that, and that's another thing, man, that I can kind of see that has changed in me. I kind of, like, ask myself, or I kind of measure the 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 level of importance of a situation by how long it will matter to me. Mm. Like, will this matter next next year? Okay. Will it matter next month? Will it matter next week? Okay, let's find something else to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You obviously, you 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 ain't got enough. That's why I do so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I stay busy, so I ain't got time to like you know submerge myself in the bull. There's enough out there to keep you distracted if you want to. 100. percent so you got to stay busy, stay focused. But you got some great moments for the biopic, though. I mean, Man, I mean, yeah. my <laughs> shit going to be lit. You hear me? You got some great Bobby moments. Bobby Brown ain't got <laughs> on me. You hear me? I ain't bull- 
No disrespect to Bobby, but man, my shit was, hey, whew. You ain't throw Janet Jackson out of room naked, though. I damn sure didn't. I don't know if I'd have did that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd have did that. You know what I'm saying? What is the T.I. Bobby, Bobby ain't never swung on a, 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 a boxing champion, though. Hey, That's true. I mean, standouts with the police, LAPD, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, talking to suicide attempt uh, uh, attempts off of a off a building. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just all that kind of stuff. Oh, pull, I pulled a lady out of crash out, did, of a, yeah. out of a flipped over car. This is the crazy. day after the L.A. standoff. Mm-hmm. The very next day, that next day off of Crenshaw, car flipped over in front of me. I pulled a lady out. You're like a superhero. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> I mean, still being here right now after them gun charges. You know yeah, being here. Yeah, that's Period. another one. That's another one. Do you ever do you ever just chuckle to yourself sometimes like ah damn? I mean, I, <laughs> I wipe my brow. <laughs> I don't do much chuckling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause this man, that was man, that was a, that was a, a clean eight million, a clean eight that you had to spend on that case. What? Wow. That's not including how much you damn. lost. Man, listen, man, that was a clean eight, a clean eight. Damn. You know what, what I'm saying? Fees, and everybody talk about he snitched. I need some money back if I snitch. <laughs> <laughs> That was a clean eight million. I never understood. This, I never understood the snitching thing. I was like, who the hell yeah, would you snitch you on? Know, There's no I'll, such thing as a, a private snitch. Yeah, they don't, don't care nothing about me snitching. And not. And, and, and if I if I did it, they can't wait to, to, to broadcast. Eight million dollars. Do you yeah. ever think about that money? That's not a loss though. You got it back. But it's way more than that. Think about I that. Mean, he lost that, and then then the, the money that I couldn't get. No shows, no work. I'm talking about all no the they, from all of the time they made me pay for. You know, I had to pay. Uh, a outside service to follow me around and monitor me. Mm. I had I had to pay for round the clock security. They made me build a jail and not really build one, but I couldn't leave my house. And they I had to pay a m- that didn't report to me about my comings and goings and who's coming to see me and so on and so forth. All that. Sh- I even heard you had to give money back for endorsements, right? Hey, uh, yeah, I don't know if I gave no money back. You just oh, See, I ain't getting no money back now. <laughs> now, now that we're not continuing the deal, I'm not expecting what you owe me, but I'm not, I'm not gonna get no money back. Yeah, yeah. No, Is that's that a that's a different kind of pain. To not to give back some money. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, come on, let's work this out. I think it was with Remy or somebody, I think. I don't think I gave no money back. We did end the deal. Well, actually, you had Chevrolet at one time. You got to think about which time, you know what I'm saying? Because I fucked up a couple times. You know, I fucked up a couple times. Not too many people can bounce back the way you did, though. I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, the underdog story. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not good to get too big. Oh, that's a fact. See, that's what happened in the Kevin Hart. See, he getting too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even it's not good like to that. get too big. That's you know, why you, you brought to, up Kev. Kev you, got to find, you got to find a way to, you know what I'm saying, still maintain that underdog status. That's what Kev said. Kev said people like the rise. Yeah. They like the fall. And they, they like, like the, the comeback. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? I, I, I was able to kind of manipulate that for a little while, uh, along with kind of prison doing it for me. You know, so it was a gift and a curse. So how do you stop yourself from getting too big? Like you say with Kev, like what is Kev supposed to do? I mean, some people like go away, like Dave Chappelle. He just, he just went away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get too big, pull out. Whoa, wait a minute. Stacked up enough money, let's hold out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you come back. All right, we got more with T.I. When we come back, let's get to a mini mix, a T.I. mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a T.I. mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Does Little Duval have the Grand Hustle imprint on 
his I, album or what's going on with nah, this? Nah, I mean, Lil Duval, that's, that's, that's his own <laughs> label. You know what I'm saying? We just like real, real strong supporters of, of Duval. That's family. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? I ain't really trying to make no money off of him. You know, I'm happy to see him get it. He f***ing around and got a hit record. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think Duval wheeled that into his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the law of attraction. Like, <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? He kept that so silent with not giving a f- yeah, that yeah, yeah. It, it started to it give a f- about him. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like that's that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It I, definitely is. They were talking about this. Uh, you said you settled a deal, a bill with a jeweler or something? I didn't sell a sh- I didn't sell a <laughs> thing. He sued and lost. Oh. Oh, this shit settled in my book. It was settled a long time ago. Settled a long time ago. I don't just walk off on no debt, man. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So if you see by me being sued, I obviously am in dispute about whether or not I owe you this. Mm-hmm. And if I do owe you, I might not feel I owe you as much as you say I owe you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I might have tried to pay you, and then you got damn, you know, you did some weird shit. Then I stopped talking to you. You know what I'm saying? But I don't still owe you what you said just because you say I owed you. Oh, so you had to pay him nothing? I ain't pay him nothing. Oh, okay. I enjoy hearing you and Meek Mill on the album together. I heard right that. Right That was dope. That record's dope. And the dope. video. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, man, shit, Meek fam. Everybody who I work with on this project, man, I have a personal relationship with. Yo Gotti, Young Thug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Meek was grand hustle at one point. Yeah. Way back when. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was another one of the things that, that prison cost me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, that, see, that tab's still running. I don't yeah, even know that how much you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know what I'm saying? That ain't even hit ding yet, you know what I'm saying? Uh, any right. other artists you lost besides Meek during the whole thing? That you should have signed and didn't? Uh, let me see. I passed on I passed on Drake. Drake? Yeah. A lot of people what passed you on pass, Drake, What made you pass on Drake? What didn't you hear? Or what didn't, what, 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 uh, you know. You were sleeping. You know, it was Drake before the beard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it was like bare-faced Drake. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? And, you know, it just hadn't caught all the way up yet. And that type of music, that sound of music, you know, the, how we Same say, the emo, the emo sound, that uh, wasn't necessarily prevalent at the time. So... I didn't see the curve. I never thought, just like I didn't think skinny jeans was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just couldn't see the curve, so that got that that one got by me. Is that why? He, is that why he was in Atlanta that time when he allegedly got I, peed on? I don't know. I don't whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, he on the plane. hey, he hey got on wait a minute! Oh, was it? What are we doing? What are we doing? Hold up, cuz. I have no recollection. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny anything. Let's move on to the next question. Well, shout out to Tokyo <laughs> Jets, by the way, and congratulations on that project. She Man, did a great yeah. job with that. Phenomenal. Her right and John, I, I always say, T, I got the two best young artists in the game right now, Trans Lee and Tokyo Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, then, you know, you got Rob Rob too, man. He dope as hell, man, you know. And I think Dro gonna gear up for some man pretty soon. He sent me some records that was dope. But yeah, Tokyo Jets burning it up right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Her project just dropped bona fide on all platforms. Go get it, by the way. And um, and, and, and Trans Lee just put out Freedom Summer. Love that. That's, that's, that's actually a sleeper dope. project of the that's year. Super dope. If somebody asks me what's my favorite project of the year, I'm putting that in probably like my top five, top Word. ten. Absolutely. It's dope. It's dope. I feel like it got a good vibe to it. And it's the kind of music, you know, you can actually listen to in public. Oh, some of the you can't listen to in public. In public. Some of the you can't listen to in public. You know what I'm saying? 
I wouldn't get dead. I wouldn't be caught dead, bro, with my window down playing some of this shit. But people could see me listening to it. You dig know what I'm saying? Most of the I listen to it, you know, but I ain't finna let people see me listen to it. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. You gonna say most of the from the South, though? Uh, nah, man. I think that shit is universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bullshit is universal. But bullshit has always been universal, but man. But the people imitate the South so much now, though, so you really can't tell who coming from where. I mean, you know, it's a goddamn imitation is the finest form of flattery. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? You just take that as a W. Um, I mean, I'm very, very proud of, of a lot of the music that exists in, 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 this, in this generation and in the culture and in the South. You know what I'm saying? I think that you know, the South birthed J. Cole. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It also birthed T.I., birthed Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Rick Ross. Mm -hmm. You know, so many of us did, you know what I'm Scarface. saying? Scarface. Scarface, definitely. 3000, uh, Bun B, Pimp C, Big Boy. You know what I mean? So many of us that it's an amoeba of talent. You know what I'm saying? You can't put us into no box. We're doing it all. Mm -hmm. We're doing everything better than you. You know what I mean? So I don't think, I hate to put that kind of stigma on, on Southern music because I feel like it's it's paved the way for music and culture as we know it today. I want to understand this uh, getting too big thing. Did you feel like you was getting too big? Um, I feel like I kind of went crazy a little bit. Okay. I went crazy a little bit. You know what I mean? After, uh, after that shootout in Cincinnati, I kind of lost it. PTSD? Yeah, it was PTSD. People and who wanted to kill you in Atlanta. They, they, yeah, 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 we were having real shootouts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like it was it was some real, like, body snatcher home invasion sh going on in the city at the time. Mm -hmm. And my name came up on the list. My name and uh, address came up on the list. Wasn't it the refugees from New Orleans or something? I, I don't know oh, who okay. did what. Damn, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who or what. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was real. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And I wasn't going. So, you know. My final question is, what is your advice for Captain if he's getting too big? Um, just pull back. You know what I'm saying? I think. But not to say, but for one, he ain't doing nothing wrong. He ain't doing nothing wrong. Right? Yeah. He ain't doing nothing wrong. He, first, you got to figure out whether or not he gives a f you know, He has to care in order to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems very comfortable. You very know what I mean? So, so it ain't really for him to do. And y'all got a TV show together, right? Yeah. Yeah, with Showtime. Yeah. We, we uh, you know, we, we gonna do it on Laugh Out Loud. Oh, okay. Oh, the script yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. The visions didn't necessarily align on Showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. True. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing, man. I think Kevin is so uh, genuine to himself that he don't really give a f about appeasing the, the, the pockets of people who may frown upon his success. Right. So let him continue to, I say as long as he keep winning, hey, whatever the doing to keep him from breaking in my house. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey, ain't breaking in your house. No, 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 not, saying, real. not just him. Oh. I'm talking about anybody. <laughs> That's how, like, you know, everybody has so many opinions yep. on people. Oh, they doing it, they doing whatever that doing, keeping them from breaking in my house. That's real. So there you go. I support that. I think we all have to goddamn figure out how to coexist. Right. You know, Everybody should be happy. But that's a perfect world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect world. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Man, appreciate y'all. Dime hey, Trap. Hey, man, y'all do know October 5th is the Dime Trap date, man. You mm -hmm. know, I don't know if I, you know, officially put that. I, I kept it a secret for myself so long. You can pre-order right now. All right, there you go. <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. It's T.I. Yeah. The Breakfast Club. Hello. Hi. 
Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Somebody else going to say good morning to me? Hi, good morning to you. There you go. All right. Well, let's good morning get... to all our listeners out there. Uh, drop on the clues bombs for all our listeners out there with herpes and chlamydia. Good, good morning. morning. A special top of the morning to you guys. Yes, everybody out there suffering from an outbreak. Good morning. We appreciate your listenership. Well, yes. Good morning to you guys, too. All right. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk. Wheezy. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, let's discuss Elliot Wilson and his crown series. He sat down with Lil Wayne. This is Lil Wayne's first interview since he put out the Carter Five. And he asked a lot of questions. I haven't had a chance to watch this yet. Salute to my man, Elliot Wilson. OYN, what's happening? Now, Lil Wayne also says that he has not listened to the Carter Five since it got released. And he said after he heard his mother's emotional introduction, he just couldn't listen again. He said that Mac Main was the one responsible for the album's track list and for the sequencing. And he also said the Kendrick collaboration, Mona Lisa, was an old song, actually. You've been working on the Carter Five for 10 years and you never listened to it? I and he right. said after it, it came out. Oh. After it came out. Now, here is what Lil Wayne had to say about Kendrick and also how, at one point, Wayne wanted to quit rap, if you remember. Shout out K-Dot for love like that, man. But that's when you're going through things like, and you go to thinking to yourself, you ask yourself when you're looking around your living room and you see Grammys and you see plaques on the wall. And you see the house you're in, you look at your living room, you're looking at your driveway, and you look, you know what I mean, you know your kids are straight. Yeah. And you ask yourself, have you accomplished everything? Do you even, should you even still be wanting this? Or should you want something else? And should you chase something else? And the answer was, uh, you should want more. That's how he feels about tattoos, too, clearly. All right, now he also uh, discusses Birdman's apology. Remember when Birdman apologized on stage with Lil Wayne? Mm-hmm. Here's a flashback to that. I knew this day was gonna come, but I didn't know when it was gonna come. But this is right here, and I wanted to apologize to my worldwide to let him know that that put his life in my hands, and I'm gonna keep it real with that. We're gonna do this to the day we die. Now, what was Weezy F Baby thinking in those moments? Well, here's what he told Elliot. At the time, it was impossible to have any type of genuine or real feelings I was real you know I was on stage I was in performance mode I was trying to think about the words for the next song I kind of honestly so and then I somebody actually had to tell me yeah. you know he apologized to you on stage tonight and I was like oh you know we talked him me him and I talked about it after yeah, yeah it means a lot but it's a personal feeling yeah so you guys still keep some sort of communication? Of course. Yeah, he's a sports fanatic. I'm a sports fanatic. Even so you talk the about the Red times, Sox, right? Even through the tough times, he's going to still text me about something about the game. Yeah, you can tell they really love each other because if you owe me millions of dollars, I wish you would call me texting me about some damn Yankee like, game. Like, you want to bet on the game? Like, uh, how about you pay me the money yeah. you owe me? Don't ask me what I think about LeBron <laughs> on the Lakers. Where my money at? Did he ask about the shooting if he thought Birdman had anything uh, to do? Let me finish I'm sorry. what we have for I'm you. I'm sorry. Slow down, MV. We All, going... right. All right. Now, <laughs> Lil Wayne discussed just basically owning young money outright and I guess not having to deal with cash money anymore. And what does that mean for his artists? So where do you stand now with Young Money? Like, so Young Money's all yours, right? You, yes. You, you own everything. Yes. How does that affect like uh, Nicki and Drake, for example? Are they uh, still tied with you, or they're on their own thing? And- they still have their own thing, and they still with me as well. They've always had their own thing. Now it's just that they have the opportunity to let me make their own thing shine brighter than it has. So you will be, you will continue to be involved in Nicki. They're still and- my artists. <laughs> So those are still his artists. He's still going. Yeah, to he wasn't gonna money. let those go. He wasn't gonna let Why them go. Why would he? Hell no. 
Right, and they seem to really uh, love him. I haven't heard them complain about Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. A lot of it just seemed like it was financial things and tied up in all of uh, I guess it's hard when you have young money to pay, cash money to pay, then you have the label as well. Why nobody ever blame Universal? Universal's the parent company. Ain't they the ones cutting all the checks to everybody? Yeah, but I think... They cut it they to who they're supposed the, to cut it yeah, to. Yeah, they cut the check to cash money. That's where everybody's signed to, and then he's supposed to... Birdman's supposed to be everybody. Because yeah. mm. it's an imprint still on the on the distribution label. All right. And he also said a lot of people, you know, obviously think the Carter Five is a long album, but he said it's a short album, and he actually has a whole nother album's worth of songs ready to go. And at one point, Carter Five, they discussed making it a 40-song album. No way. That'd have been too much. <laughs> Knock it off. 40 songs. All right. In addition to that, Drake isn't on the album. What is the problem with Drake? Well, here's how Wayne answered that. He has a song that didn't get cleared, man. Y'all got them oh. clearances, man. Them clearances, man. <laughs> People be tripping when they find out who it is or when they find out what the song subject about. Mm, they be oh, like, okay. they don't want to, that to represent the, the names like that or something like that, you know. Oh, it might have been a little more raunchy, the, the content? Uh, they have the, they have the, you really don't know why they say no. You don't know. I, that's my opinion, why they say no. You know, I'm going to think like that. All right, so if you want to watch the whole entire thing, that's on title. Shout out to Elliot Wilson and Crown. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. And no, I didn't see anything about the bus. Yeah, it's about the shooting. If you thought anybody had, I didn't see the whole thing, but I could be wrong. Did you see it or? I didn't see it. That's that's yeah, I didn't see it, but I could be mistaken. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that rumor report, Charlemagne. Yes. You still open up wide back there, or are you all right now? I got another Kalonic Friday, my third and final Kalonic Friday. It's a party. <laughs> it's a party. Oh, it's, so a party. it's a party. It's a party. It's a party. But, uh, you know, giving that donkey too. Four after the, the hour. Four after the hour. You know, I try every day to not give somebody from Florida donkey of the day, but every day they just do something in that state that makes me be like, I have to share this with the world. So four after the hour, we have yet another Florida man donkey of the day, but this one is very, very appalling. Like, I'm very disgusted behind this, and I'm, I think that you will feel the same. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day, yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day, yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Thursday, October 4th, goes to an 81-year-old man named Helmuth Cole. You know, Florida, I try. I sincerely try not to give you guys donkey of the day every day, but it's so damn hard. Okay, I love Florida. We just had Andrew Gillum, who I pray will be the next governor of Florida on the Breakfast Club this morning. I want you all in Florida to vote for Andrew because that will let me know y'all aren't as crazy as my donkey of the days would leave one to believe. Okay, I would much rather give donkey of the day to your favorite celebrities, but then my spirit is always moved and touched by the stupidity I see in Florida on a daily basis because you know what your Uncle Charlotte always tells you. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and I feel it's my civic duty to let people know this kind of crazy exists. Now, I am from the country, uh, Monk's Corner, South Carolina, and if you are from a small rural town like me, population was 8,000 when I was growing up, then you know it's not much to do in those towns. And like most people from a small rural town, if you had a Walmart in your area, then you understand the holy grounds that are Walmart and don't let the Walmart be 24 hours. My God. Okay, I thank Jesus. I thank Jehovah. 
a 24-hour Walmart in small towns, okay? You have not lived until you have wandered the aisles of a 24-hour Walmart at 1 in the morning because there is simply nothing else to do. Drop one of the clues bombs for Walmart, damn it. Now, as I have gotten older, I'm more of a Target kind of guy, but I still respect the holy grounds of Walmart, and I can't believe that Helm of Cole would disrespect the holy grounds of Walmart the way that he did, okay? <sighs> what he did in a Walmart is unthinkable. Let's go to KLTV ABC 740 report, please. Tracy Nye is speaking out tonight, warning parents to be on alert after police say 81-year-old Helmuth Kolb tried buying her 8-year-old daughter. Nye says Kolb sat down next to them on a bench inside the store. She says he started asking personal questions before bargaining a price for her daughter. And the first amount was $100,000, the second amount was $150,000, and then the final amount was $200,000 to where I had to then say no. Nye says she was about to get up when Kolb pulled her daughter, grabbing her her arms, legs, and kissing her hand. Nye told Walmart security and called police. She also posted to social media. Police saying another woman came forward sharing a similar experience. And because of that tip and detailed description, investigators were able to make the connection and make an arrest. Cole has bonded out of jail and was very short when we went to his Port Orange home, claiming he did not know why he was in court in the first place. I don't know for what I'm here for. Wow. Hmm. I am uh, disgusted. I am repulsed, I am appalled, I am horrified and extremely outraged behind this story. Helm of Cope, Florida man, tried to buy an eight-year-old girl from her mother for $200,000 in Walmart. Am I the only person disturbed by this? Very. Nobody realizes how sick this is? Mm -mm. Helm, if what type of man, and I use that term man loosely, spends $200,000 in Walmart. That defeats the whole purpose of Walmart. Walmart, the home of everyday low prices. There's absolutely no reason to spend $200,000 in Walmart. And if you do, you should be walking out with half the store. Have you ever heard of rollback prices? Never in the history of Walmart has a rollback price occurred and it's been anywhere near $200,000. Spending or attempting to spend $200,000 at Walmart defeats the whole purpose. We love Walmart because it's affordable. $200,000 is department store money. I wouldn't dare spend that kind of money in a department store, but there's people who do. Who, you know, people blow 200 racks in Barney's, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Bloomingdale's. That's Louis Vuitton. Whatever. I can't afford it, so I can't, I can't pronounce things I can't afford. That's designer store money, okay? Not Walmart super center money, but don't listen to me, okay? Balling to me is spending $100 on graphic t-shirts at Target. Now, Helmuth has been charged with simple battery and false imprisonment, and I hope he gets the whole Walmart catalog thrown at him. Okay, I don't even know if Walmart has a catalog. If not, they should make one and throw it at him, okay, for attempting to spend $200,000 in a Walmart. How dare he? Please let Remy Ma give Helmuth Cobb the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Disgusting. So it wasn't about the kid? What kid? Oh. No. Oh, he was trying. Oh, yeah, he was trying to buy a kid. That too. Give him donkey today for that too. Please give him a hee haw. <laughs> I thought that's the part we'd be disgusted at. You, you wouldn't. You have three daughters, and you know, I'm sure terrible twos, and you wouldn't sell for. Shut up. Man. Wow. Just shut up. So wait, let me get this just, right. Just, but you'll sell up. your kid for two hundred thousand, but won't just, do a post on Instagram for a million? I mean, I got five, and, and that one in Brooklyn, she be acting up. No, nah, I'm just joking. Hell no, it's something to my kids, man. I love my little babies. Would you spend two hundred thousand dollars in Walmart though? Definitely wouldn't spend two hundred thousand okay, in Walmart. Then. I don't even know if I could spend two hundred thousand. What if it was for a car? They don't sell cars, cars in Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come uh, back, excuse me, I'm sorry. 
Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. Call her now. She'll help you out with all your problems. 800 585 1051. What ha- accent is that? I don't know. That's, I'm just curious. That was kind of like Cleo. a West Indian slash Cleo slash Caribbean. by the spirit of Miss Cleo. Now you ain't get it? Slash offensive. All right. 800-585-1051. Call me now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Good morning, everybody. This is Shadrea. Hey, Shadrea. How are you? What's your question for Yeezy? Um, my question is, how do I tell my husband that I want to have a threesome? With, a, with another guy or another girl? Another girl. Oh, that, that should be <laughs> Have you guys ever discussed this at all? Uh, no. And do you feel like he'll be with it? Because you know your husband. I feel like he won't be. Oh, this is what you should do. Put on a porn. That's a threesome porn. Mm-hmm. And you guys could be watching it together, getting it on, and be like, hmm, we should try that and see how he reacts to that. Okay. Have you dated girls before? Uh, no. Okay. Is now, he a jealous person? No. Emmy, can we finish asking? You should be good then. Uh, <laughs> now, here's the other thing. When you do do this threesome, are you trying, do you know who you want to bring in the mix or do you guys want to go out and pick a girl together? Oh, she got somebody. Probably. <laughs> a little bit of both. See, I knew it. There's somebody she like already. How is it a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both because... Um, a little bit of both. Just oh. a little bit of both. You have somebody in mind, but it's not anybody you know very well? No, uh, I do know him very well, but they were with somebody. Why don't you let Yee call your husband right this now? This sounds really messy. I'm going to tell you this, though. When you do a threesome, it is sometimes more difficult with somebody that y'all know because then all kinds of things can get messy. So if you guys do do it and you can talk him into it, and he's down with it, you know. Sometimes feelings get involved, then you got to see the other person, and it's awkward. Then that person, you know, just be careful when it comes to who you choose. That's good advice. Why don't you call your husband right now with you on the phone and let you help you? No. I just gave her <laughs> advice on how to do it, and be damn. I, I want to hear. I want to hear how this but goes. That, but that's really how you could test out the waters. Just watch the porn with the threesome in it, and then, you know, make it very sexy and be like, mm, we should try something like that and just see how he reacts. Okay. All right, good luck. I hope y'all get it popping, but just remember what I said. You might be better off with somebody y'all don't know like that. Okay. You sure you want to try right now? You want to call him right now? Envy. I'm just asking. No. All right, sorry. (laughs) We're trying to help, not hurt. This is not shoot your shot. Sorry. All right, thank you. (laughs) All right, bye. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee right now. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? What's going on? This is Will. Will, what's up, Will? What's your question for Yee? What's going on? First, good morning, everybody. Uh, My question is for Yee. So, uh, I'm in a little predicament. Um, I started, you know entertaining I'm using my words loosely entertaining this, this young lady or whatever mm-hmm. um, she has a child I don't I don't really see us being serious uh-huh. but her child <clears throat> is heavily attached to me so you're you guys aren't serious but you're around her child already yeah, yeah well, I mean we, we were friends like through mutual friends before so it's kind of like her child was always, always around the picture when we were always like so you're like we, Uncle we Will in a, well, yeah in a way <laughs> okay um and so, like, I don't see us, like, growing to, like, that level, like, that serious, serious level. Mm-hmm. But as a guy that grew up in a single-parent home, I know the feeling of, you know, when you become attached to someone that your your mom or your father, you know, your mom or your father will bring around, you know, 
and no, her dad never. It, well, since I've been knowing, has never been around. Right. It's kind of like she looks looks at me as a father figure, and I'm I don't want to let her down, but at the same time. I don't want to, you know. You don't want to like, be with her. Well, you don't. Yeah, exa- exactly. Well, the, you, the worst reason that you should try to be with a woman is because you're attached to her child and because you're concerned about that. That's not the reason that you start a relationship with somebody. I, what you need to do is be very clear to her and say, "Look, I don't know where this is going. I really do like love your child a lot, but I feel like I don't want him to get attached to me if we don't know what's happening because this is somebody's, you know, life that we're involving. Somebody, I care about you, I care about your child, but I don't know if we're going to uh-huh. end up together, so I don't want this to be a messy situation. So when we hang out, let's not hang out with your child in the mix. Uh, that's not, that's not, that's not like a good idea. Um, but, but you want to see like, the child too sometimes. Yeah, I mean, that, that too, but at the same time, like we say, I'm in a new city, uh, I mean, actually, in our home city, I just moved in. So, and I only have like, I only have like a few other mutual friends that that we have in common that are here. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we, like I said, when we all get together, like, of course, she brings her child with her because right. my friend they have children. So it's kind of like you know, we're always around. You know, I'm gonna be uh, honest with you, Will. I've dated guys that have kids and been attached to their uh-huh. kids and everything, and it's fine. Like when you guys break up, kids are very resilient. So I think it's important mm-hmm. that you always, when her child is around, treat the child well. But understand uh-huh. that you can't stay with somebody just because they have a child. So just don't uh-huh. be affectionate with his mom in front of the the kid, right? You have uh-huh. and don't do anything in front of the child that would indicate that you guys are in a relationship. So when the child okay. is around, that's your friend, your you know Uncle Will. But when the child is not around, that's when you guys can get down and dirty. But make sure that well, she's I, also. I, would, doesn't make, doesn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. Doesn't make any better that we <laughs> been down and dirty like in the in the in the club. And uh, and uh, like, well, her child is not around, like, because then her feelings is like, oh well, but we're doing this, so you know, you can't you know, play like, with her. We, you can't play with her emotions. It's not a, about just that. It's her emotions. What do you want with her? If you don't want to be with her, be very clear on what your intentions are. Because you do live in a small town, you are going to see her. You said you all have mutual friends. If you have no intentions of being with this woman, then you should leave her alone. Right. Don't don't act like a boyfriend, but then not want to be a boyfriend. True, that's a good point. As long, good as, long point. as you're honest, you has to respect that. True. But just make sure that your words match your actions. That's a valid point. That's what I haven't done yet. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, well, well. Thank you, you. You're welcome. Hey, Charlamagne, shout out to you, man. How many Carolinas, my dude? Love, my brother. Carolina love, all man. day. All right, ask uh, Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can always hit Yee. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about an alleged deadbeat dad. Find out. We thought this couple was going to be together forever, but things happen, and there's all kinds of speculation on what's really going down. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. So, Meek Mill is on the cover of the new XXL. I wonder when his album's coming out. But he wrote a letter to his 19-year-old self. He said, are you willing to travel those rocky roads towards your throne? Most importantly, are you sure you want this responsibility? He said, you will set the rap game on fire. What if I told you that you will record with Mariah Carey or that you'll buy a Ferrari after copping the Rolls Royce? That fly-ish is cool, but you want to know what tops it all? Mom never having to worry about money again because you believed in yourself. Now he goes on to talk about race relations in the United States. He said, I'll be honest, same as African-Americans in this country, things are about to get both easier and more difficult for you. 
Over the next decade, you and your people will make major moves, you professionally and black people politically. We'll all begin to realize that our culture is our most valuable product. Unfortunately, on the streets, not much will change. In 2018, black lives won't matter much more than they do in 2006. Or as they did in 96, or 86, or 76, or 66, 56, 46. He goes on to say, you saw how the administration didn't care whether we drowned or ended up homeless. When he talked about Hurricane Katrina, he said we could have a black president and they'd still disrespect them like they were just another N-word. In fact, disrespect us more. And just like it will cost you to claim your power, the same goes for our race. Mm. So you can see that full letter to himself, his 19-year-old self in XXL. That's a dope uh, little editorial. That was a, a, a nice, nice way to concept. spin a Meek Mill interview. Yeah, instead of just sitting down with, with Meek Mill. All right, Kevin Gates. He sat down with Sway and did a four-part interview as well, and he talked about actually being innocent but pleading guilty. Check it out. They allegedly say that I, I got caught with a firearm. I didn't tell pled guilty. I was innocent, but I pled guilty to that charge because I was like, you know, a lot of times you could beat the charge, but you can't beat the rag. And I probably would have said another three, four years just fighting the charge. I was when they came with the 30 months. They sentenced me below the guideline. The guideline should have been 36 months. So the judge showed leniency because I had been detained in Florida in another jurisdiction. Mm. All right. He also talks about the prison system. He talks about police brutality, a lot of different things. Think about how many people end up pleading guilty, even though they might not have done anything. Absolutely. All right. The Dream, he has three new albums on the way. So you should be excited about that. New Dream albums he posted on the way, one, two, three. So that's all the information that we have now about his project, but he did say three albums. So that's how we know it is three albums that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Eminem, he announced his Venom video and he shared the first clip of that as well. Uh, here is a piece of that. I got a song filled with ish for the strong-willed. When the world gives you a raw deal, set you off till you scream, piss off, screw you when it talks to you like you don't belong. It tells you you're in the wrong field when something's in your mitochondrial because it lasts on to you like Venom is in theaters tomorrow. I had a screening for Venom last night, actually. How was it? How was it? I don't know. I was sleepy, so when I got there, I just introduced the movie and left. So you didn't watch it? No, but I did get a um, a letter today from the Life Foundation Training Center, uh-huh. and they said that I've been hand-selected by Dr. Carlton Drake and the Life Foundation to take part in an exclusive symbiote training. Okay, I have identified as a possible match and hosting outstanding candidate for uh, to be able to host a symbiote. Yes, because of my host capability, social engagement, and ability to connect with others. You know what a symbiote is? No. A symbiote is the thing that makes Venom Venom. The black gooey stuff that is all over his face and body. So you're going to put gooey stuff on your face? Is that what you're saying? If I can be a symbiote, sure. Okay. Okay. Just be the first people I kill. My (laughs) co-hosts. Great. Yep. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, Yep. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that rumor report. We're looking forward to that. (laughs) If you get a colonic, does it get rid of that gooey stuff? It probably would. (laughs) Colonic would probably suck the symbiote right out you. Mm. What? (laughs) All right. Anyway. Well, that was your Sounds. room report. People's Choice mixes up next. Hit your request and let me know what you want to hear. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 